Have you guys ever seen Harry and the Hendersons? Yes. A long time ago. Wow. Yeah. We finally have a movie that we've all three seen. So um, that was a uh, a favorite of mine and my sisters when we were young. There was a few that like we were really big into, but Harry and the Hendersons was a big one. <laughs> Dude, it was hilarious. Who was it? It was John Lithgow, I think, was that the uh, main character? The dude with the big old radar head. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's been so head. long since I've seen it. I just kind of vaguely remember. And it. Uh, yeah, it was uh, basically about Bigfoot. You know, they're yeah. out on a family vacation and they're driving. I think they were driving home, and um, the dad hits Bigfoot, and so they strap him to the top of the car and they bring him home. And he becomes uh, they name him Harry, and he becomes everybody's friend in the family. But then. I think there's like this Bigfoot hunter or something like that that discovers that they have Bigfoot and it turns into this really big like fiasco because the family's fallen in love with them. Trying to get him back in the wild. Yeah, yeah. they do. They try and they do. They bring him back to the wild and um, there's like his family, like the whole Bigfoot family, and there's like little Bigfoot and Mama Bigfoot. It was uh, it was a very touching '80s yeah. flick. So, if I could think about it, I thought my kid was terrified of that movie, but I could. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll talk a little bit more about Bigfoot later today, but I thought that was a, a good way to open it up. So um, you are listening to TDI Live, episode 20. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. And I'm Heather. And today is December 18th, 2019, and damn, 20 episodes. Here we go. So, what's new in the world of Tide Iguana? Uh, so, let's see. The last, um, the last week, I have pretty much exclusively spent sitting at that desk. And uh, oh, I got to get up. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Oh no. Because uh, no. <laughs> part of what I have at my desk. See if you guys can hear this. Can you I hear gotta that? get mine. I gotta get mine. So I have a six-foot piece of bamboo uh-huh. that I use to poke Heather. I'm stabbing well, her with it right I've now. I've got my little one right it's here. It's a two-foot piece of bamboo. I wanted to make sure we were even, so I gave Heather a. Uh, a similar piece, but four foot shorter. <laughs> this one can really hurt. So, um, I mean, we are getting a ton of new crap. I think last week I said all the new product was done, and that was a uh, blatant lie, obviously. So we got um, a whole, like, rotating rack of, like, plants. What would it be? It's like plant and garden tools. Not tools. Like plant supports. Supplies. But it's like a, ties, and they yeah. got jute twine and the jute twine. twine. Jute twine. Jute twine. I you said jute twine. <laughs> No, no, jute, J-U-T. <laughs> um, yeah, different like twines and tapes and supports and wraps and uh, pretty. I mean, it's like dork stuff for sure. But I'm all about yeah, it. Yeah, well, I, I know really the, the those little like tags or something. They have the, oh, yeah, the zinc labels. ones and then the copper ones. The copper See, ones are really cool. Those are cool. I was showing them to Luke. We got these. Um, they're just plant labels, but they're made out of copper. It's like yeah. super superfluous. Yeah, literally really, serves no purpose. No, I think they're cool. Like I think they're badass. Yeah. and like if you had like. 
a garden and you wanted it to look really good, you could put this nice shiny copper tag in there yeah. and write on it. We well, even, it would kind of, after, you know, it's been out in the elements, it'll kind of start turning green and get that patina and yeah, stuff Yeah, and then like it'll that. leach copper into the soil and fuck up your plant. Oh, no. <laughs> don't say <laughs> yeah, that. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. But, yeah, so we got that, and that took me damn near two days to get entered into the computer and weighed and measured and online. Um, we also got a new Zilla rack. Zilla is a, um, a brand, um, and it's a big lighting rack. It's actually sitting behind the office right now. Um, I've got all of that product online and in the computer. I just don't have it on the sales floor yet. I have to get it weighed and measured for the website and then price it. And that's it, the, uh, the the miniature halogen bulb, yeah, right? Yeah. And I, I use it, those at home, and I love them. They're, they're, they're awesome. So I've been actually resisting bringing in that rack for some time because all the bulbs are proprietary. Right. Um, but with our move away from Hagen, um, I figured, hey, why not? Let's try it. Because yeah. we sell the mini halogen bulbs now, but they've got like... They've got like mini UVB lights. Yeah, um, they have yeah, mini... I use those too. You've used the mini UVB. Yeah, I've used. I've got them. Actually, I we got those special ordered. Yeah, special order for me uh, before we started carrying them. But the whole thing's like super low profile. Right. And then those hoods, yeah. they call them the ProSol hood. They're a low profile hood um, that has a built-in timer and it can hold your halogens, your UVB, and I yeah. think the whole thing's like two inches tall or an inch yeah. and a half tall. And it you, it has a timer for day and night. Oh, uh, does it? Light cycles. I haven't even got like that, that far yet. I just kind of read a little bit about it. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. So that will be going out on the sales floor probably tomorrow, realistically. I doubt I'll get to it today. And then the last thing is I've got this, I think it's freaking cool. I'm excited. This bamboo rack that's sitting outside my office right now. It is. Because um, the old bamboo rack, they just fell over. and. Well, we never had a rack for nice. our bamboo stakes. So we have bamboo stakes for staking up your plants. But um, we were always trying to, like, rig up. Like, I think I used, like, an old screen lid rack. And then, um, man... The rack that I had the Mylar in, I tried bamboo yeah. on that. What kind of rack was that? I can't remember to save my life. Yeah, I don't remember Remember either. what was in there? I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> either way, it's just all these, like, racks that have been laying around. So yeah. this one came with a rack, and I got an extra six-foot piece of bamboo that I can poke oh, Heather. Oh, he's poking me. Poke her in her gullet, no, no. I get her in the armpit. No, you poke me in the back. <laughs> Didn't I get you in the armpit when you were working the other day, and you're, like, all concentrating, and I, like... And then I was like, ah! Slip it right into the pit of your arm. And those are good. The bamboo's good to put in cages, too. You can cut it down to fit in cages to make uh, climbing perches. This bamboo stick just makes me feel like I'm in a position of power. Like, you shall not pass. (laughs) We both thought the same thing. Great minds think alike. I mean, it's it's like super solid. I don't think I could break this if I wanted to. Don't try. You don't want bamboo shards in your skin, believe me. I don't me. want them in my skin, but, you know, <laughs> what happens, happens. Yeah. That's a hell of a bamboo stick. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Remember those guys? Yep, yep, yep. Sesame yep. Street? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, uh-huh. The Martians. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, yeah. We're talking about what's new in Tide Iguana. So, yep. <laughs> a bunch of new product. We had a snow day on Monday, and uh, it was freaking dead up here, but... You put it, when, did that video come out already? The snow day video? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Came out yesterday. Came out yesterday. So I know we went outside and threw some snow for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I, don't know, I don't know if anything real crazy went down that day. Everybody was here. So like I got to thank the team for that. We didn't have anybody call off. And uh, that's nice because with what we do, there are no days off. Yeah. You know, I was out. I was out of here by 10. So I, I missed, when I left, it was snowing, but it hadn't gotten so bad as, as like, when she videoed yeah there was quite a bit of snow on the ground when she did the video when i left man like everything was good i was in the truck and i'm like oh hell yeah Yeah. i can be a i can be a (laughs) trucking fool 
But man, I hit my brakes at one point, and all the snow from my roof slid down my windshield. <laughs> and it was so much my wipers couldn't wipe it. I had oh, to stop no. and get out and like clear it off. And yeah, that's why twice. you gotta remove the stuff from on top of your car before yeah. you go. Well, I kind of hoped it would just stay there, but my car. Well, is if it flies off and it hits somebody else's car and causes a wreck, you're liable. You're responsible. What? Yeah. Are you kidding? me? I'm not yeah. kidding you. Like if you have, huh. say, like if you leave the snow on top of your car, you know, and it it over you know a few days it thaws a little bit and then refreezes where it's basically like this big block of ice because i knew somebody that happened a big chunk of ice came off of a truck and hit a buddy of mine's windshield and just blew his windshield out and uh and he couldn't catch the guy obviously he's trying to drive with you know a windshield laying (laughs) on his lap i had no idea yeah um and then lastly last weekend we were in springfield for the last show me snake show of the year our next one's not till February 16th in St. Louis, so... Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I've got break. all the racks up front. A little bit of a break there. Yeah, yeah. but i got to repair all those racks. We have one of them that I can't believe is still standing. <laughs> we just i got some repairs to do, and really, I need to have those things rebuilt. I need to get with somebody that welds and uh, see about welding new bottoms and wheels, and if anybody's listening to this and they would like to be part of that, let me know. I will compensate you, but... Uh, I don't know. I thought about reaching out to Nick. Remember Nick and Amy from back in the day? Oh, yeah. I don't want to say yeah. their last name on here just because. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, re- I remember. I see Amy all the time at the gym, and uh, I did get Nick's number. I just never reached out to him and got it done. So, so yeah, uh, that's didn't really. Did weld up the uh, RO tank No, support? he didn't do that. There was some other guy that did that. He welded the rolling frame that we had the red sliders on top of. Oh, okay. Day. He yeah. did a few frames for us, if I remember right. Okay. I think he even did the frame. Remember that old Savannah monitor cage, and then Bill and Beth were on top of it in that tortoise yes. table? I yeah, think he I remember did that. that, too. Okay. And then we ended up, I don't even remember what we did with that cage. Um. Damn, I know we got rid of it, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Happened. But, uh, yeah, no, he helped us out quite a bit back in the day, him and Amy. They were some of those early folks that really made it happen, so... So, yeah, I guess that's what's new in the world of tie-dye. Um, you know, we're on the right on the front end of Christmas. It's uh, it's going to be hell on high water around here starting, like, tomorrow. Uh, we have animals coming tomorrow. And, um, yeah, weekend before Christmas is insane. So I'll probably be here all weekend working that sales floor-ish. It's my daughter's birthday this weekend, so got to make that happen, too. Do you guys have anything new in the world of tie-dye? No? No. Not All right. really. So, uh, Heather, let's uh, hear this news story that you have. It sounds interesting. All right. So, um, at the Vienna Zoo and the Zurich Zoo, I guess out there in Austria, and I'm, I'm not sure if Zurich is in Germany. It sounds yeah, German. Yeah, I think but it is. Anyway, they uh, actually prove that tortoises have very good memory. They actually train them like dogs. Uh, they reward them with their favorite food. What? I don't know why this cracks me up, but it does. But I'm just like, I got pictures, like no, visualizations what, in my head. Yeah, they train them to bite actually colored balls on the end of a stick. Hmm. And uh, what they did was, is after they learned how to bite the, them, they taught them to bite only colored ones. And then they tried to teach them uh, to bite a certain color. And they actually uh, were able to do that, and then they stopped training them for three months and after three months they went and saw if they could remember how to do that and they were able to so that's, they have a very good memory here we go guys this is well, that's service cool because i mean <laughs> i mean does that i mean i guess that kind of proves that they can distinguish colors you know and i would think so yeah. because 
in the wild, you know, they would eat, you know, different types of flowers or whatever. Yeah, and maybe some flowers are toxic. And the only the only thing they didn't uh, remember right away was which color to bite, but they did like yeah. But <laughs> well, I don't know which one I bite. You'll start biting them all. No, no, no. But they did know to bite only the colored ones and stuff like that. Versus the non-colored, like what, like black and white balls? Yeah, like I, I think blue, they orange. they used ones without like yeah, probably a white ball. They probably used. But yeah, and then they learned quicker when they were taught in groups too. So they like learn from each other. Huh. Like so when, when do you think we're gonna have service tortoises? There's probably like there's probably already there's probably like licensed therapy tortoises. Yeah. You know, well, there <laughs> out was there that already. one lady that uh, she had a therapy peacock that she wanted to get on an airplane with, and they wouldn't let her, and she had a big conniption over it. Oh man. So I mean, Dude. I guess she can have a you know a a therapy animal of anything. So here's kind of the, the messed up thing about that. I, want a I learned this giraffe. A therapy giraffe. Yeah. I learned this a few years ago. We, um, we, we have a no dogs allowed policy in the store. And uh, that is at the request of our landlord because of insurance, etc. Um, and also when dogs come in our store, never fails. They, they come in and they take a shit. Immediately. They pee and poop. And then the owners <laughs> don't. And they then they just, just, and they're just like, Oh my dog shit on the floor. And it's like, well, it's fucking like, well, clean go, it up. And they're yeah. like, Oh, I don't have anything. And it's like, fuck you, dude. That's not my shit. There's on the paper floor. towels you know, in like, the bathroom. And, and uh, so anyway, it's always been a big disaster. Yeah. So we, we don't allow dogs in the store for those two reasons. And if somebody must bring a dog in, we ask them to keep it in their arms so that it's not peeing and pooping on the floor. Yeah. Now, naturally we can't ban service animals in the store, but here's where it gets interesting. It is actually against the law to ask if your animal is a service animal. Did you know that? It's no. considered discrimination. Oh, my gosh. Um, or for I didn't know if it was it. against the law. Well, wow. it's, uh, yeah, you can't. Was that a whole, that whole politically correct You can't ask them to prove it because there should be an ID or whatever, you know, with the animal to show that it's a service dog. Well, most so. of them do. Most of them, you but can But I can't legally service. say, please, you know, present the ID of the animal. And so this is where you run into your issue where people are literally putting service dog vests just on their pets just because yeah. they want to be able to I've take them around. I've seen a few in here yeah. before. Yeah. And people are just abusing the privilege. Like a, a legitimate service dog is totally legitimate. But when you have some asshole that just wants to, like, bring their pet You can tell in their behavior. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, and, you know, that what's going to happen is these people are going to ruin it for everybody. And where, where I'm ultimately going with this is, uh, how long until somebody straps a vest on their tortoise <laughs> and, <laughs> brings it and they're like, Oh, it's, you can't ask it's discriminating. And now my feelings are hurt. <laughs> you know, this ain't pet smarter Petco. Yeah. When I worked at Petco back in the day, I remember we had like cleanup kits, like every so many aisles. Cause the dogs are always crapping and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hell, I remember when we had our dogs up here, it was the biggest pain in the ass because Yoda would take a dump right in front of the door and then people would walk in and like slip in it yeah oh, remember, no. remember he used to poop on that like right next to a tank there was the, on, on that stand yeah you know had like the little wood yeah uh support for the stand and there was like maybe about a foot on each side oh yeah and he would lay up there and he'd poop or pee up there i remember i used to take care of him because we had that like little corral that yeah. we had in the back and i'd just stick him back there i'd take him outside yeah but uh i remember that yeah. the dogs were yeah. they here when you worked here Oh yeah, yeah they, they would home. they would lay uh, Leia would want to sit on the chair with me to eat lunch. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, so. yeah, she wanted to always sit up there. And then when uh, we had Stella and Stephanie went to do the stay at home mom thing, that's when we sent the dogs home. And yeah. and it was hard because it was getting so busy, I couldn't get them out to the bathroom because there was always right. yeah. customers in the you store. Used to give them baths in the in the, uh, the sink, sink in the, back. the sink yeah. in the back. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, man, when you first got those things, they were so tiny. Oh yeah, oh, they yeah. were. I, I remember they were about them. the size of a guinea pig. I, I remember seeing them when they were. Yeah, they're like pretty damn adorable. Pups, yeah. So, um, yeah, training tortoises. <laughs> well, the, the, with the memory thing, it also shows that that's kind of why they 
like recognize their owners. They know. They know. I mean, I feel yeah. like our big sulcadas out there definitely have recognition. Like yeah. the Redfoots definitely do because yeah. Yeah. they're social as hell. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like the sulcadas, you know, when we had split them up initially, I know like he freaked out. It seemed like she didn't really freak out, did she? No, she not split up. so much. Yeah, he freaked out. Now they're back together, at least for now, and yeah, he's humping her again. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I had uh, Eric send me, uh, when I was at the Show Me Snakes show, there was a guy out there selling sulcadas, and I was trying to, like, communicate to these customers, you know, about what the requirements are. And finally, I text Eric. I'm like, hey, send me a picture of the sulcada pen. And he sends me a picture of the sulcada pen with the male mounting the female. <laughs> I'm like, really? He's like, will that work? I'm like, yeah. And so I'm showing everybody that. And I'm like, yeah, just ignore this part. So, well, yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see who the first person is that comes in with their service tortoise. I may... um did you hear that? Yeah. So those are those bamboo stakes. They're like slipping down through the bundle and hitting the metal plate at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. So if you keep me hearing and that her random could, popping. Me and Heather could not at figure first out. We was couldn't like, what figure out what was going on in the Yeah, this store. random popping noise. In the yeah, because it wasn't like. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it was exactly. It was random. And I'd be, I hear it and I'd stand there for a minute. I was like, well, I don't hear it. And I'd walk away and then I'd hear it like the next day or something. So. Uh-huh. All right. So let's move on to our reptile myth. So. And this one, this one's funny because I can relate to this, but <laughs> it's the urban legend that if a snake is laying next to you, it is sizing you up to eat you. <laughs> you know that story that everybody tells about, oh, how somebody went to bed and then they woke up and their snake got out and it's laying next to them. And they ask their vet what's going on. The vet's like, oh my gosh, it's going to eat you. It's sizing you up. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like, I mean, sometimes I will lay down next to my meal before I eat it just to make Size sure it'll it fit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Years ago, some of you have heard this story, some of you haven't, but uh, myself, Bill, and Debbie had a failed reality TV show on True TV. I am so thankful it failed. So, so am I. I don't know, man. I think back to it, and it's like, dude, it could have been I fun. Don't know. But, but either way. Um, think about, about how, like... Don't say the name, though. I, I don't want to give it away I'm to not, people. I'm, not, I'm just I'm just saying how crazy busy it's gotten. We wouldn't have time to do no. that. No. That's crazy. Well, well it would have it came to either your business or the show. Yeah, it was a mess. But um, anyway, that, so we got a pilot on True TV, and it was like... It was such a trash-ass show that even True TV was like, we have standards. <laughs> we can't take well, this Well, I don't think that's the why. I think the guy that was setting it up and presenting it to True TV, I think he dragged his ass, and they got tired of waiting. Yeah. And they ended up going with something else. But I remember when the show was being pitched, um, when the film crew was out, um, they shot a scene like this. It was so ridiculous. We were in the basement of the condo I lived in at the time, and... Uh, I'm pretty sure it was either our friend Ashley or it might have actually been my sister-in-law, Stasia. Either way, they put one of them in the sofa bed and put a boa constrictor in the bed with her and filmed it. And uh, <laughs> She's like, oh my God. Yeah. And then she woke up and was like, oh my God, the snake's sizing me up trying to eat me. Oh man, the shit I did back then. Yeah, it was so embarrassing. I'm actually, I'm embarrassed. Man, I'm embarrassed that I was bought like that. We all... God. Yeah. Every man has his price, and mine wasn't very high. <laughs> Neither well, was we yours. We didn't really get much for that. Well, we didn't make shit for the pitch. We no. we got paid for the pilot, and that was it. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh well. But uh, yeah, snakes don't lay next to their food and size them up. No. They would only like lay next to you and cuddle up because you're like a heat source. Do you know how a snake finds out if it can eat the food? It kills it and tries to eat it. <laughs> yeah. If it can't eat it, it'll either it'll just spit, it it out. Out. <laughs> spit it out. Yeah, spit it out that's, and move on. That's the most annoying thing in the world. Is if they kill something and then they spit it out and then they wasted it and it's like yeah. and then it's all like the head of it's slimy. like all slick slimy yeah. oh it's god it's all wet and slicked back half swallowed rodent 
Yeah. Slimy rodent. Oh, if they eat it and then decide, hey, this is too big, and then they puke it up a day or two later, then oh, it's like... Oh, the stink. Mm. Oh, it's yeah. Horrible. It's kind of a oh. regurgitation. To, like, it smells sweet to me. It, oh, it's, it's like... A smell, a, if you, it's once a sweet, you smell it, smell you never death. forget it. It's the smell of death. So oh. I think the most putrid death smell is uh, the like when we'd have a rat cage flood and they would like drown that was and blow. Nasty. Oh, I remember like that oh, one's that almost is... kind of like a dry, wet. Let's, let's not think about it. Oh, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna describe it. So oh. so I remember one time, uh, God, years ago, we would uh, change it used our. Used to happen a fair fair. Yeah, we would we would because uh, the the rat racks that we had, rats would get out and they would chew up the water lines. The yeah. racks weren't very secure, and so a water line would flood. And in some instances, in our breeder racks, you know, we were only maintaining them once a week. Um, if it flooded at the wrong time, it would be flooded for a week sometimes before we found it, uh-huh. until we got more diligent about what we do. And I remember going in there once, and I could kind of smell the flood, and I had found it, and the tub was filled to the top, and the rats were like, they had been floating in there for a few oh, days. They were bloated okay. Oh, man. They were bloated and floating to the top, and I remember I go to pull the tub out, and I had to be careful because, you know, I had like chicken wire across the top, and the water is all the way to the top, and... You know, it's these are like 18-inch long tubs, and it's heavy. It's full of water and corpses, and you don't want to spill it because it's gross, and all oh, the turds man. are floating to the top. Ugh. And I remember I pulled the, t- the tub out, and this big rat was floating on top, and it, like, so very gently just kind of, like, rolled. It, like, tumbled as I'm pulling it out, and it had been bloated and soaking in the water for so long that as it tumbled, the uh, oh, God. the screen on top just peeled the skin yeah right oh, yeah that happens oh, God. Please don't. and it was like oh. the gentlest victims. dude this was no different than like a tennis ball slowly tumbling through a lake like yeah. it was so gentle and it was just like oh matt and just... yeah. you're gonna make me sick <laughs> on the podcast out. oh my god <laughs> and, stop it and the rats completely so there's like the rat skin and then the bloated rat. i'm gonna take yeah. i'm gonna oh i can't you gotta take the my... headphones off yeah i can't i'm gonna keep close. talking oh, even without your headphones stop. see i just i mean this don't bother me but then the worst part is so when we have that it's like now what do you do with it now you've got this bin Filled to the very tip top. I used to feces. take a cup and just, dip a bunch of the water out. Dump it in the dumpster. Well, that's well, what you, you have can, to do. You got to get it there. Yeah, so now, that's the thing. Because and it never fails. The damn doors are always shut. So now you're. I and mean, what are you going to do? Hold it against your body? That Set shit it on the ground. Splash. Well, Set and then the, the tub ground. is like very flexible. When oh, it's yeah. got that much water in it. Tips <laughs> and bends, and it's like. Did you splash this death water everywhere? And yeah. uh, like, thank God I always wear sandals up here because it would splash on my feet every time, and I'm just like, ugh. Bloat death water yeah. all over my feet. Oh, hashtag TDI life, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Ugh. Remember those days. So, Nasty. the moral of the story is that a snake does not lay next to its food to size it up. No. All right. Which brings us to conspiracies, theories, and mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, you want to get this one started? Well, I guess uh, it's a very, very common one, uh, Bigfoot. And uh, what about Littlefoot? I remember oh, when I was a time. kid, we would go. You to, remember that far back? Yeah, and we would go to these. We would go to the <laughs> movies to watch these, um, like these nature documentaries. The silent movies, where you had the organist playing. No, and... no, these were these had sound <laughs> and Matt. color. Matt's so but weird. I would say late '60s, early '70s. But this was. And this, like, at the beginning, they had these clips of, like, the the Bigfoot that really, the most popular uh, video of that Bigfoot walking. Um, it's it's the most uh, well-known Bigfoot video, Yeah, I guess. The one where his but anyway, arm's, they, like, all back. Yeah, he was kind of walking. Yeah, he yeah. yeah back. I didn't know that one. But um, 
they played that and they had all these creepy sounds and it scared the living crap out of me. It's because of the music. Bigfoot, I mean, well, they had the sound that he apparently made and it scared the <laughs> living crap out of me. And I remember watching what was it? going. Ay, 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 ay. No, it was just like this. <laughs> which is really weird. Like whales. Yeah, yeah. A land whale. But um, I remember watching this movie, and it was basically like a Bigfoot. It was called The Legend of Boggy Creek, and it was apparently um, a true story about, it's like a Bigfoot type of creature. And I think it was in Arkansas or someplace south. But I had nightmares for weeks after watching that movie and i would have this dream these dreams that like i'd be in this i'd be in a house and a bigfoot would be like trying to get in and, and kill me and stuff like that mm. so bill do you believe in bigfoot i believe there's something out there there's all this circumstantial evidence and there's a lot of bigfoot hunters and stuff like that but they just never seem to mm-hmm. they never seem to actually get pictures of it or you know, like whatever evidence footage. they Nobody have ends up getting video, compromised. But. So it's, I don't know, it's hard to say. I think there's something out there because, I, I mean, there's too many. And it's, I, th- I would say this is worldwide because there's different, you know, Bigfoot in the States and then the Abominable Snowman. The and Yeti. Then the Yeti. And, so what's and plural all for more than one Bigfoot? Big feet. Big feet. Big foots. Big feet. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. So. Sasquatchians. Sasquatches. <laughs> Sasquatch eye. Yeah. But no, it's it's something that's I am kind of interested in it, but it's just like it's one of those crypt cryptids that is really famous in that. Alright. We should be making a list. So Cupid could be real. Yeah. Um <laughs> Aliens Centaurs could be real. Yeah. Yes. But not aliens. Cupid. Bigfoot could be real. No aliens, though. No. Aliens. Oh, no. No aliens. Life on another planet. Yeah, would Cupid be real to you? I don't know. I mean, that's I've an never... angel, right? No, well, it's a cherub I mean... or whatever. It's a Greek god, actually. Really? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Cupid? Yeah. Yeah, Cupid was named a Greek god. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. But Bigfoot. No, yeah. I think I think aliens are mis... Sure. I think Maybe. aliens are mistaken for... Uh, demonic entities and here we go back to the alistair crowley when i told you he he conjured up Uh-oh. this this uh this entity and he called it an archon but it, it looked just like the alien greys and i think that that's probably what people are seeing and they just get you know oh it's an alien and uh but i, I think they're demonic entities have you ever seen yeah. fire in the sky i don't think so no that was a weird one it was about um if I remember right, it was like based on a true story, but it was about an alien abduction. Yeah, and that scared the shit out of me as a kid because um, the Is way they portrayed the aliens. With, uh, I don't even remember who was in face? it. I had I was really there interested was in the face. alien things when I was a kid. Yeah. So I don't know about Bigfoot, man. Like I think, um, I mean, what would it, what would it be like a hybrid man bear well, or something? Or? They think there was um, there was a species of giant, basically gorilla. Um, maybe it's um, something you know stuck in a the long, long time ago, and they think it might be just a descendant ladder. of that. Um, well, so how about this? And right? I can't think of the name of. You don't believe in evolution, right? No. Okay. No. Well, let's just. I do. 
Okay. Let, let's just fine. let's pretend for a minute, Bill. Let's pretend. Okay. Let's pretend that evolution exists. Okay. So if evolution existed or were a real thing, you've obviously got your primate and then you have man, and somewhere in between there's got to be this link. Uh -huh. So why couldn't Bigfoot just be something that is somewhere between that? The missing link. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, you don't... It, it's not like... If evolution's a thing, it's not like one day there's an ape and the next day there's a homo sapien. Yeah, this happens over a long time. Yeah, it happens over a long time, and it wouldn't be the flick of a switch necessarily. Did that click of a switch... <laughs> it wouldn't just happen the like... Flip, the flip of a switch? Yeah, flip, the of, flip of, of a switch. Flip, flip of a yeah. switch. Click of a switch. Oh, man. Say that five times fast. That could get rough. Anyway, um... So wouldn't there be, like, somewhere along that evolutionary chain, wouldn't there still be a you should have, being? There should, have, there should be uh, evidence of transition species. Well, there it is. Bigfoot is the transition species. Boom. Proven. Bigfoot and evolution are real, Bill. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to laugh because if, if you <laughs> don't... There's lots of transition species. Um, no, actually, there isn't. What about, uh, transition what about those fish that... Like the coelacanth, live on land, mud skipper, mud, mud. mud skipper, mud, mud skipper from yeah. Ryan Stimpy, mud, sk mud, mud, mud skipper, muddy mud skipper, yeah. <laughs> so um, that that's my theory, man. If Bigfoot's real, it's a transition species. That's a yep. it's a new phrase for me. <laughs> but you don't you don't buy it. your face got really no. red when I said that. No, I th I think it's just funny. I just yeah. funny because I I look into do I humor you? I don't just yeah. Apparently, I don't look into just one thing. Like I don't just look into evolution and I just say okay, all all this stuff in evolution is true. I find out, look into creation, and to see what evidence is there, and then I make my um, then I make my decision. And there's just so much. What about the legless lizard, though? That, I mean, it's just a different it, lizard. It evolved out, didn't it? It, it still got vested. Like, <laughs> but how could it not have evolved? It's got evidence of hip joints, but it has no legs. Like, it's just it the lost, way they were. It, no, it lost the, the legs I mean, you don't over think time. that... When, when well, you guys, I'll tell you what. When you guys research some creation why, stuff... Why would it have that? Then, then you come back, and then you can have a more educated... Uh, but why but, would it be created with leftover limbs? Yeah, like, did I don't God know. fuck that one up? He's like, oh, shit. I have no oh, well. clue. We'll just, leave. We'll just let that no one clue. slip. No one will notice. <laughs> I have no clue. So, uh, Bill, I love you. I know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just... What about but I don't just dogs? take... Dogs are a form of kind of like... That's they evolved from wolves, right? Well, they didn't evolve, but they were bred... Yeah, bred. it's just selective breeding. How do you go from Which wolf to pug? That's what I want to know. Just selective breeding. Breed yeah, a wolf to a pig. Over thousands of years, yeah. <laughs> a wolf to a pig. Yeah, and you get a pug. I don't know. I, I don't think, think that would work. Yeah. No. A wolf to a pig. No, yeah. that wouldn't work. <laughs> hey, remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about like the human pig hybrids, hybrids and whatnot? Yeah. I saw yeah. something in the news about that that I guess they did bring one to term somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, there was uh, well, some... China or no Japan apparently okayed it. Okay yeah, somewhere to, overseas. To come to turn, most of the places that do that research, they terminate them at 28 days. Yeah, I, I should have saved the article, but uh, 28 days later. I'm sure. Yes, I'm I sure did see that one. movie. I'm sure that this has been going on for, I'm sure that there's already animal-human hybrids out there. So I would almost guarantee it. What if Bigfoot bred with a human woman? You know, there was a case in... And what? I think it was over in Russia or, or if something. Where a man bred with where this Bigfoot apparently Bigfoot. I don't know. kidnapped this woman and I guess 
it raped her and everything, and she had a baby, and it was a woman, and she was basically like a wild animal, and yeah. uh, and she had like the the characteristics of a human and a Bigfoot, and I can't remember, you know, how legitimate this story was, but I remember it, it was an older more story. legitimate than aliens, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, there was more proof, I guess, if you want to say <laughs> that. Yeah. Hey, I've never seen proof of aliens. I mean, Me all neither. those videos online and accounts from people being abducted. I mean, yeah, and yeah. I don't know. See, Lies. I like I said when I was younger, I was really fascinated, and I did I did a term paper when I was a freshman in high school on you it. You did a term paper last week in here, and I got a A plus on it, which I hardly first ever. Time. Yeah, I didn't. Hmm. Well, I got A pluses in science and art. And did biology. you turn that paper in more than one year? I've done that before. Uh, no, no. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've solved the Bigfoot conspiracy. What do you think? I'm, it's a transition species, right? I don't know what it is. <laughs> or right. it could be a, just a complete hoax. But that's actually what I'm. Gonna I, go would not, I, I would not. I would not be one of those people that would go out trying to, you know, put a Bigfoot, Bigfoot, a Bigfoot, Bigfoot, Bigfoot suit on and go out and run in the woods because somebody might just shoot you. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. Well, there, in, there's a lot of places that it's protected. The Bigfoot, Bigfoot is, is yeah, protected they're protected. Species. Yeah, <laughs> even though there's Illinois DNR would be all over that. You know, there, there's endangered. just whatever circumstantial evidence of it, but they have listed it as a threat or an endangered species and stuff. So well, if you theory, get yeah. if you kill one, you're in you know uh, a lot of trouble. All right, so don't kill Bigfoot if you see it. But you know, then there's absolute proof. So yeah, kill it then. If you see Bigfoot, kill it. Take the ticket. I'm sure somebody be a would. a seventy dollar ticket and thirty days community service. Yeah, just, but you got uh, Bigfoot. You can have it stuffed. <laughs> I'm sure somebody would bail you out of jail for that carcass of a Bigfoot. Hell yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they would, or they would just confiscate it and, and just dispose it's of it. Song nobody that ever knows. And <laughs> all right, let's move on. Heather's got a game for us. All right, so since Christmas is coming up, uh, I decided to do a Christmas themed "Would You Rather." All so. right. All right, the first one is, we'll start out uh, easy and then go to hard ones. Have a job wrapping presents at the mall, or have a job taking pictures of children sitting on Santa's lap at the mall? I would do pictures. I, I would too. I hate wrapping presents. I, I can give, wrap presents. I'm really good at it, but I don't like doing it. I give, uh, I give my stuff to Connie. Connie's my mother-in-law. I give her everything to wrap. Although I actually wrapped Stephanie's birthday presents myself the other day. I was pretty proud. Yeah. Good job. I'm a really good, like, I used to be... Are you a good rapper? Yes. <laughs> Why don't you spit rapper. out some, some bars, white rapper? Um, I rap for the... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even going to try. All right. Because I don't like rap. All right. No. The next one is chug a gallon of eggnog or eat a whole gingerbread house. Mm. I like eggnog. Is it alcoholic eggnog or non-alcoholic eggnog? Nog. I would say non-alcoholic. I'd go to okay. the gingerbread house, man. That would make me take a dump. Dear <laughs> God. A gallon of eggnog? I wouldn't wish that on anyone. I don't know. I guess I, I, I could take I could drink that. a gallon of eggnog. Like, a gallon of anything would be... Yeah, a gallon of anything. I could drink a gallon of goat milk, no problem. <laughs> but I would take the gingerbread house. Yeah. And then I would chase it with eggnog. I would t- take yeah. the gingerbread house. Yeah. For sure. Okay. All right. Here we go. Be given $100 for Christmas to buy things for yourself or be given $1,000 before Christmas to use to buy gifts for other people. I would take the 1000 to give out other people. 
So, all right. I would do the thousand because I I don't know why, but I find great a lot. I think find it more fun to see people's reactions to stuff. That yeah. you For the record, I, 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 I like giving more than I do receiving. I've discovered that as an adult, that is a big difference from yeah. me being as a kid. I like to to give. Yeah, it's fun. I would definitely <laughs> take the thousand for other people, but man, this is like my biggest sticking thing with Christmas in general. Like. I'm I'm often accused of being anti-holiday and a Grinch, and that's not the case. But the forced consumerism drives. Oh, it's me so crazy. commercialized. So, like, I'm going to give you an example. So, my I'm going to use my brothers and myself. We basically trade Amazon gift cards for Christmas. I send them thirty, they send me thirty. So, what's the point? Yeah. Well, furthermore, what we're basically doing, if we're trading Amazon gift cards, really all we're doing is I am just deciding to spend thirty bucks on Amazon for myself. Because I'm buying a $30 gift card, I'm giving it to my brother who gives me one right back, and then I spend it on Amazon when I could have just saved that 30 bucks to begin with. So why can't we just pick up the phone and be like, Merry Christmas, yeah. and have that be that. But we can't. It's the commercialism. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I would take the $1,000, but I just wish to God that, and I know this sounds crazy because this is coming from a guy that runs a retail store for a living, and obviously we thrive on Christmas sales. Yeah. But, uh, man, like... Can't we just dial it back a little bit and not consume so much? But I mean, I remember just be family. I remember time, like way, way back in the say, day. Say I appreciate you. Yeah, and it was more like that. I remember stores were, you know, stores weren't open twenty four seven. Yeah, um, stores were closed on Sundays. Stores were closed on holidays. Um, if you didn't, if you didn't have your stuff, then you know you didn't you didn't get it till the next day the place yeah. was open. But it was I don't know. And I, it's different when you're a kid than when you're an adult because, you know, you have a lot more responsibilities when you're an adult, so. Okay, so our last question is a pretty difficult one. Tell 50 pre-K students that Santa doesn't exist or destroy your family's and friends' gifts with a mallet in front of them with no promise of compensation or any loophole of the sort. I would destroy the gifts. I'm not fucking wrecking some kid's world. Yeah. And you know what, man? It's back to the whole consumerism thing. If somebody's yeah. so worked up about losing a physical item that is really probably not that important. Yeah, I'd probably do I same. agree. I don't think yeah. I could do it to kids and have them all cry. That'd be sad. That'd be no. insane. But Santa does exist. So yeah. why would I lie? Right. Sweet. All right. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> so thank you for the game, Heather. Um, cool. So episode 20 wrapping up uh next week's episode is going to be released on christmas day so we're going to record it a little bit early when are we recording next week tuesday monday, monday. oh monday yeah. tuesday is going to be Tuesday's christmas eve yeah busy. so next week we'll record on monday we're going to release it christmas day sometime in the afternoon so watch for that um as far as tracking us down you can find tdi live on most major audio podcast outlets spotify stitcher google play youtube itunes and uh where else? I, nah, I, I might have forgot one. YouTube. I haven't put it on Podbean. Yet. Podbean. Podbean. And um, apparently now um, all of this stuff is available on uh, the Amazon Echo. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, cool. So you can find our podcasts on the Echo as well. Cool. So we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you guys for tuning in and allowing us to entertain you for yet another week. Uh, I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. And I'm Heather. And you just listened to Tie-Dyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. Thank you for listening to Tide-Eyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live.
And don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thetdi.com. okay with me if they just let me be if they just let me